0: what's up my good peoples welcome to the be transform podcast where we're talking about ideas that stimulate wholesome thinking into identity purpose vision and action i am james anderson and with me is logan eaton and kyle Anteman my good homies what's happening
1: what's crackling, what's crackling? How much? <laughs> how's it going
0: so good so good i In feel there. like i
1: haven't been here for a while
0: feel like i haven't been here for a it's while it's been what a
1: couple of weeks I, at like least. I haven't been here for a while
0: yeah has been but we're back a couple
1: weeks <clears throat> yeah you were out of town last week yeah i was out of town before that yeah i made a little video yeah. while you're
0: away um before i left cool it's about the right takeaways there's some stuff that you could take away, like a takeaway is like a lesson, lesson mm-hmm. learned. And there's some things that you can take away from a situation that you should really put back. Yeah. Right. They're the wrong takeaways. <laughs> right. You can, you can, you can grab hold of some incorrect perspectives and those perspectives affect your priorities, your decisions. Right. And so sometimes yeah. kind of knowing what's the right takeaway mm-hmm. is very helpful. <laughs> That's hilarious. Stuff yeah. that builds up faith and yeah, hope and yeah. action, right? That's instead good. of discouragement and weakness and patheticness. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Don't nobody got any time for that. Literally. Time <laughs> is money. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, time is now. How was how Wisconsin? It's good. A lot, of,
1: a lot of lakes out there. A lot of is fishing.
2: Yeah. More water than land?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say that, but... There's a lot of there's a lot of water out there.
0: Fifty fifty. Is it the quite a bit. What is it? What's what's doesn't it have a lake motto? Land of many lakes or thousand lakes? Um, I think
1: that's the state above it. Oh. Uh, like Milwaukee. Land of ten thousand lakes or something.
0: What's above it?
1: Oh Canada. Oh gosh. No, there's another state up there. Mexico. Des Moines, no. No. I forget. I think it's
2: Des Moines, yeah.
1: Yeah. Iowa? That's
2: Illinois Iowa. Though. Iowa? I don't know. What's the state <laughs> above Wisconsin? <laughs> I'm trying to of think.
1: Lands. Yeah, I can't. Minnesota? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Minnesota, yeah. DeWalt. Oh. DeWalt, yeah.
0: <laughs> DeWalt, St. Louis, DeWalt, DeWalt. I, St. St. Louis I think it's or St. St. Louis, Milwaukee. <laughs> is that where the Statue yeah. of Liberty
1: is? <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> up there.
2: No, my brother just got back from St. Louis, Milwaukee. I know okay. he did. He was uh, on the bridge, uh,
1: or he was on the arch. He mean St. Louis, <laughs> M- Missouri. There's no St. Louis, Is that Louis, by Milwaukee. the Prime Meridian? Milwaukee's in sense? Wisconsin. What?
0: Yeah. Milwaukee's, Milwaukee's not in Minnesota? No. Milwaukee's not a state?
1: No. It's a definitely a tool brand. It's a mil- tool brand in a city, <laughs> I believe, yeah. In Wisconsin? Yeah, in Milwaukee, Mo- Wisconsin, I think.
2: What's the? Uh, where's the arch at? Oh it says St. Louis, right? That's St. That Louis, Louis, Louis Arch, yeah. Louis, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Golden Gate, no, Golden. it's not Mis- Missouri. Yeah, yeah Missouri. I don't know. I used to, to live in Missouri. Did
0: you? Yeah, over by Kansas City.
2: That's where the Arch is. That
0: is on the opposite side of the Good state. Good barbecue Oh, the they did have a lot of barbecue joints. Did they that really? For real? Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's cool. A lot of lakes out there. Beautiful, beautiful state. Up in yeah. the it north the woods. Is of it,
2: it? Is it a lot of woods out there?
1: More we were Not like
2: farmland around here.
1: Um. Yeah. There's farmland, but I'd say there's more farmland around here for sure.
2: But you were you were stayed in like the trees in the woods. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A little camper and a tr- lot of trees around there. Neat. Yeah. Is it hilly? Yeah.
2: Really? Hmm. I wouldn't have guess. Quite
1: a bit of hills. Yeah. But you did guess what? <laughs> yeah. Hills all. <laughs> What's over the altitude? The, I don't know. Fifty thousand. Jeez. Fifty thousand feet. Yeah, it's quite wow. up there. Yeah, you can basically just Jeez. jump out of wherever you're at.
2: Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like you were in the clouds. Yeah,
1: we were just floating along in
2: the clouds. Maybe still there. Yeah, oh. a little bit. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> still flying at 50,000?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Flying up wow. there.
2: <laughs> That's like ten miles in the sky.
1: Catching those fish. Did you get? You did catch some. Yeah. Any trophies? Yeah. Taxidermy C- one? A couple, couple, couple little, couple, couple eaters. Couple yeah, six inches. Threw it on the fire. Mm. Yeah. Just you and your dad? Just me and my dad. Yep. That's yeah, that's awesome. T- yeah, lot, you lots know, of
0: talking or just silence?
1: Uh, a little bit, a little crackling, but you know, <laughs> mostly is just, just chilling or enjoying our time. It's you know, it's it's nice to spend some time with people, but. Sometimes you get, a, you get bored of it, too, and you want to go home and get away from it as well. Sure? It, it was a good break, and it was Maybe a good bonding a experience. Dump. A lot of ticks up there, though. Did you mm. get some? I never had one that latched onto me, but they would, uh, they would crawl on me quite a bit. Mm. Yeah. Found one on your eyeball? Close to it. Wow. Yeah. That's not a good place to the have one. They'll <laughs> go anywhere. <laughs> 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 yeah. You wake up and you're like, "Whoa, Whoa,
2: what's this crawling on my eye?" Oh yeah,
1: you'll feel them kind of creep up on you. Whoa! But a A lot of insects out there,
2: Mm.
0: bugs. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Mosquitoes? Yeah, a lot of mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. Did you have
2: any good quiet time, devotion time, meditation? Yep. Yep. Walking. Nice. Yeah, a lot of walking. Nice. Nice.
1: Walking and talking.
2: Mm. To right. your dad or yourself? Myself. Oh, okay. Telling mosquitoes
1: and the mosquitoes and the deer. Oh, some deers out there.
2: Whoever wanted to listen? No, no bears.
1: No bears that I saw. No, there are bears out mm. there, but I didn't see any. No,
2: over there in Milwaukee.
1: Yup. Any cows? A yeah. Lot of dairies out there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cheese out there.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. You know, California, right? We'd have there'd be these commercials and they would have Wisconsin they'd have like these cows in Wisconsin like in the middle of a blizzard and like the cows are all miserable and then they have the cows in California and they're talking about uh, good cheese comes from happy cows yeah and right. happy cows <laughs> come from California oh, really
2: yeah. wow <laughs> <laughs> I That's bet a that yeah. the crotch I, to Wisconsin <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> but probably nobody from Wisconsin ever saw it because <laughs> it right, really right. happened in California yeah yeah, lots of cows out there though.
2: Yeah. And cheese, yep. Did you guys did you guys pack everything and catch what you eat or did you guys go out and into the into the city?
1: Uh there's a like a local city around the area that you can get stuff from. So nice. tried to there was a <laughs> there was an Aldi's there, yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All the comforts was right, it was of it like
0: you were right at home, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. All the sugar
2: cereal you can handle. Yep
1: come back <laughs> it was right there with the the car the shopping
2: carts and everything wow mm-hmm. come back with a big bag of clancy's pretzels and uh, <laughs> oh, those are great aren't <laughs> they <laughs> you and ever had those before
1: of, uh, huh you ever had those before yeah the peanut butter filled ones
2: oh yeah uh, we get those those are good. just the ones that look like a pretzel okay with peanut butter on the inside? No. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> the really thin ones, the really thin, they look Normal like a... Normal pretzel. Yeah, yeah, they it look, look like a pretzel?
1: Not with peanut butter on the inside? <laughs> no.
0: There's no inside. Okay.
2: I sometimes put crotch. peanut butter on them. Oh, okay. Whoa. Not, not into the jar, that. just dip it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's usually pretty good.
0: Talking Kyle's language right there. Yeah? Mm. Love peanut butter. <laughs> I love me some peanut <laughs> butter.
1: <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Hey, Dad, I'm back from the store. I got the essentials. Peanut butter and pretzels. Six, <laughs> six <laughs> boxes of sh- sugar pops.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I think he got some cereal. I didn't have any. Nice. I think he got some shredded wheat. Mm.
2: Mm. It's
1: a yeah. good cereal.
2: <coughs> yeah, I think so.
1: The the little shredded wheat. Um, frosted. The frosted. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, in, you, in Australia they had this stuff called wheat bix and it was like bricks of of wheat like smashed together and you would like break it up. Really? Kind of weird. Was it like wheat flavored bricks? at all or just... Uh, Not so much. I'd put some shooks on it. Okay. With, uh, but they had lots of like Olympic people on the wheat bix box.
2: Oh, kind of like Wheaties in America. Yeah. They just but take it out like a... It's called Wheat Bix, but it should have been called Wheat Bricks. Yeah. <laughs> you got a brick it You just kind of break <laughs> yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> like it
0: would come in like a, like it'd be wrapped up like a, like um, uh, a graham crackers. Okay. Right, right, right. And it would be like a stack of the bricks and then you just kind of break them up.
2: And they were cereal? It was cereal. Wow. Pretty yeah. good. Fair. If you're into that sort of thing. If you're into it. Yeah. <laughs> Add a little sugar to Add it. Add
1: a
0: little sugary doggies. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Need help. What about you, Logan? No, I've been in town for You've been the in town? summer. You have been, yeah. Pretty much. I don't think I went anywhere. Hm. Mm. Up to the lake a few times.
1: Did you ever get up to that uh park up there? Yeah.
2: Did you? Um yeah. A couple times, the yeah.
0: The mommy bay?
2: Uh East Harbor. East Harbor. Over at over in, Mar- I think, Marblehead, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't think I've been anywhere else. I've stayed pretty much in northwest Ohio this summer. Mm. Saw Jim Gaffigan last night in Toledo, the comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was funny. It was hilarious. Where mm. was he at? The zoo. The zoo, okay. Yeah. Did
0: you go with some people?
2: Yeah, the fire, The whole entire fam went. Oh, okay. yeah. Nice. fam went, so yeah, I tagged along. It was hilarious, man. I've never laughed that hard really? in a long time. Yeah. Nice, yeah, that's cool. He doesn't use the
1: puppets, does he?
2: No, uh, he's oh, he's okay. got a pretty unique style, though. Okay. Yeah, if you look him up, he's you would know it. he's he's pretty unique, but really funny. But yeah, going to see another one, Theo Vaughn, in in October with my brother in Cleveland, comedian. Yeah. But that's about it for trips for me. <laughs> pretty much local. Nice. One dayers, local Aldi's Yeah, nice. Yeah, might go to the Aldi's company picnic. Probably
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, have the. I think that's in St. Louis, Milwaukee you though. St. Louis, travel. Milwaukee. <laughs> right.
2: Pushing under those the carts s- around. Statue of Liberty. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah man, that <laughs> store's got a lot of stuff in it.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Mostly food, no. but sometimes lawn Just chairs. G- launch it Sweatpants.
1: yeah cats all sorts of stuff cats. yeah <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna get there
2: yeah I haven't seen a live cat in <laughs> there yet but you gotta
1: go in the back room oh
2: I've seen a dead one in there before yeah. but not a live one in
1: the produce section
2: <laughs> in the meat no, section <laughs> oh in <the meat. laughs> hey you gotta <laughs> have you gotta have behind the
1: scenes Fresh access cat you gotta appeal to all sorts of people yeah so some people like
2: cats do you ever cr- do you ever open up the f- fridge doors and crawl crawl around the milk crates and go back <laughs> in, in in there? <laughs> Almost every time, uh, really. And just hope you don't get caught. Oh, in the oldies? Yeah.
1: No, I haven't done it all. See oldies. what's back there? I, I always get chewed out. Yeah, I want to know. By that little guy back there. <laughs> little Jebedine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to know where they stock little, everything.
1: Little Jebedine Springfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the manager? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Mr. Aldi He's rough, he doesn't let the public back behind the meat counter The eggshell What are you guys doing back here? (laughs) (laughs) Just eating some cheese
1: (laughs) Just (laughs) eating some cheese, Mr. Uh, (coughs) Jebedean.
0: Some shredded cheese right out of the packet Cheese Cheese slices. slices Good stuff Americans Love shredded cheese Yeah, it's the greatest thing since block cheese. Mm-hmm. Can.
2: Can, yeah. can. Greatest thing can since can can cheese. cheese. Yeah,
0: absolutely. She, like compressed air cheese. Cheese whiz. The cheese. spray paint time. Whiz. Whiz. You
1: ever had that before? No. Mm-hmm.
0: No, just tilt it up. And Did you ever get like a block of Velveeta and just melt it and drink it? Uh. <laughs> no. Oh, <shit>. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never drank it before,
1: but yeah with a straw. It sounds you good though.
0: Sip it and then throw a chip in your mouth.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that's it's a good idea. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> oh, just put the whole God. block in the
2: microwave yeah <laughs> it melts really nice,
1: <laughs> yeah, man. yeah,
0: it melts really nicely. Wait till you hear
2: Rapanos in them. Wait till you hear an explosion. <laughs> wait till you hear a bunch of sizzling.
0: Yeah, just leave it in the package. You don't even have to put it in a bowl.
2: You open it up, and it's everywhere, and you just take the chip and just... <laughs> scrape it scrape down it on the microwave. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it hardens
0: up. You just turn the microwave back on. Right. <laughs> That's
1: a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> All right, man. Start oh, us up. What are we,
1: oh, you're, you're going tonight, Logan?
2: We're going live. Oh, okay. We're doing it live. You got some stuff. Right, yes, yeah, so I go. got some questions. And maybe some answers. Mm. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about stuff that I had been through. Um, Stuff that, you know, because then you kind of have a better idea of how to explain things. And so I think personal experience is important (laughs) when you're talking about something. And so the first question that I kind of had thought about that i've had some people ask me like how do you how do you find your vision Mm. or your purpose Mm. so i um quickly did some thinking (laughs) before i came over (laughs) no but i had i had some i had some some concrete ideas Mm. and i needed to just put them down on paper but so i i came up with (coughs) i came up with like uh three three basic things to kind of get started nothing too in detail, nothing too crazy, but three things to kind of, I guess, spur someone forward to, to figuring it out. So the first thing that I did and that I would, I would tell somebody to do and feel free to add in anything to this, or if I miss something, feel free to add in. But the first thing that I did was, I guess I stood at the crossroads and knew that became conscious that a decision had to be made at some point so um so yeah that looked like for me just doing some reading it looked like you know just spending some nights just thinking and brainstorming just kind of just kind of cutting off from the external environment and thinking about what do i actually like to do what do i actually want to do what could i see myself doing um and the reason i just worded as standing at the crossroads was uh um the verse jeremiah chapter 6 16 and uh i'll read that but it pretty much just says um so it says stand at the crossroads and look ask for the ancient paths ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls and uh so i think um it's just important to like to Maybe not just to quit moving. <laughs> if you don't know what your vision is and you don't know what your purpose is, to just take a step back and stop moving and and stand there and and realize that you're at a crossroads, and then realize that a decision has to be made, and that at some point you're going to have to make a decision. And I think it's at that point it's also important to realize that it doesn't have to be a final thing. Like it, there's it's like we always talk about. There's a process to it, and it takes. But at least stand there and consider what paths. All right. Consider what what the ancient paths are um, for your life, and and seek to know what path to take. Um, yeah, and then the second part of that is just realize that at some point you're going to have to make a decision. You can't stand there. You can't sit there at that crossroad. Um, so the second piece to that, once you once you kind of get into that first piece, would would be for me it was count the cost, and I think I. I'm doing a little bit better job of this now than I was back originally, um, because originally, you, you, when you start thinking about the things you want to do and everything, you just want to just jump into something and jump into it and just get going. Um, but there is a reality of you have to count the costs. So that could be, um, I think the the five big ones for me were time, energy, money, and then accountability and responsibility adding into those costs as well. Because any decision you make with determining what your preferred future is going to look like is going to take accountability and responsibility, um, not just time, money, and energy. Um, So it's going to take effort on someone's part. Um, And then that also has to be added to a, a time frame. So those costs have to be added to a time frame of now. And at different points in the future. So you're gonna have to count the cost of what what does it look like to get into something now? What does it look like getting into that five years from now? And it doesn't have to be extremely detailed, but it's like uh, if you can't see yourself doing something in five years, or if you see yourself doing something different in five years, it might not be a a good idea to just jump into something that that might not be um, relevant in your your future. Um, It might be something that you have to get into now to learn something to get into something that's down the road. Um, so counting the cost, I think is is extremely important. Otherwise it's really easy to just jump into, to something. Um, so there has to be a real conversation. It doesn't have to be with anybody. It can just be with you, uh, you and God, and just working out, asking about what is this going to take <coughs> in terms of these five things. Um, because usually everything takes more time energy money accountability and responsibility than what you initially um figure it to be i mean i've i've, I've had so many thoughts where it's like yeah all this is going to take is this this and this and i know where to get this this and this and i can do this this and this but then you start getting into something and it's like holy smokes this is five times more <laughs> energy five times more money five times more yeah uh energy mm. and accountability and responsibility and it's like wow i don't even know if i want to be having this in five <laughs> yeah. years from now and so yeah so yeah it's just just counting this making a conscious effort to count count the cost before you jump into something so that was step that was step two and these are just really broad um and i'll do step three and then maybe we can talk some more about it but um so step three is then once you have stood at the crossroads and sought a path and saw it the right way, and then you've counted the cost and determined what it's going to take, at least get an idea of what it's going to take, because details work themselves out as you get into something. But that third part is to know what you have, to know what you need, and then know how to maximize each of those. And so that takes basically just some continuing questioning about yourself. And then doing research about yeah, what is this really gonna take? And and taking counting to the cost to the next level. So know what you have, what are your what are your assets, whether it's knowledge or physical things or education or whatever, what are your assets, what do you have now and what can you do with them? How can you maximize them? And then what do you need? Like what do you absolutely need to to get whatever this vision is started, to get whatever the, the purpose is rolling. Um, do you need, you know, eight years of school or four years of school? 2 years of school or a certificate of graduation for for 1 year of school you know what do you need and and like know what you have what you need and then how to maximize it cuz if you if you know what you have and know what you need but you don't know how to use those things then it's kind of worthless to to have those things so know how to maximize and that just takes the first thing that popped in my head about that is just take it just takes research so you got to read books you got to do internet you got to do web searches you got to talk to people and make phone calls and do all that stuff and um sometimes just doing some little things to get something going um will help you to learn more and will help you to know what you need and what you what you already have maybe um so yeah i read jeremiah 6:16 so stand at the crossroads um this is some this note that i that i wrote down back in february um kind of about counting the cost counting your time energy money responsibility and accountability And so what I wrote down was even when you're doing something great, you're going to face opposition. Um, The world and its forces, they want you to be average. They want you to be in lack. They want you to be um, depending on uh, the external environment. Um, So if you're just existing, uh, you can miss life, um, even if you call yourself a believer. So even if you say you believe, but in reality you're just existing, you can totally miss life if you're not willing to make a decision or take a risk. yeah, so in, in Christ's eyes, you can live again. You can be born again into freedom, love, peace, and greatness. Um, and so Nehemiah, I wrote down that day, Nehemiah 2.20, the God of heaven will give us success. That's what I think about when that one guy was building a wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he had a vision and a purpose, and um, he like he had the confidence to say, like yeah, God's going to give us success in this. Um, and then Jeremiah 12.5, um, this kind of goes along with, um, knowing what you have and knowing what you need. And again, with counting, um, counting the costs. Um, yeah. So Jeremiah twelve five says, if you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? Um, so when I read that <laughs> it, was <laughs> <like> <laughs> it was like, it was like, oh, he smokes. Yeah. You um, keep making excuses mm-hmm.
0: for being a freaking sissy or what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right what was that is
2: jeremiah at 12 12 Jeez. um yeah so when you're like you're thinking about what you have and what you need it's like yeah if you think that you've <laughs> like if you think what you've done uh i don't i don't want to say this the wrong way it's like get ready for something bigger and yeah. something new wow. if you're gonna pursue something get ready for a new level of accountability, a new level of responsibility, mm-hmm. a new level of time, energy, and money. Um, and get ready for some discomfort. Like, yeah, if you've um, stumbled, he says, if you stumbled in the safe country, how are you going to, you know, how will you manage the thickets by the Jordan? So, how will you stand firm? How will you walk steady in these, these thickets that come along with mm-hmm. moving in a direction? <laughs> right. if you, what Learning is it somewhere? about
0: your running part?
2: Uh, if you have raced with men on foot, and have, and they have worn you out how can you compete with horses
1: hmm. <laughs> you've raced with men on foot if
2: you've ra- yeah if you've raced with men on foot and they've worn you out how can you basically race with horses really? how can you compete sure. with a horse yeah it's so like the next level is going to be it's going to require more of you um and that's and that's a reality when you're pursuing greatness or you're pursuing your your purpose of greatness and um just being aware that, like, I don't think there's really going to be a time where, like, you just kind of step back, Mm. um, and maybe there will be, I don't know, but, like, to get, to get it going, it's going to take a lot of, right, it's going to take a new level, um, and there's going to be thickets (laughs) to get to the Jordan, and there's going to be some thickets that, that, uh, yeah, so for me, that was, like, yeah, I, I think I've stumbled in safe country, and I don't, and I think I, I can, uh, I definitely just opened my eyes to be like, yeah, I've got to get ready for the thickets here mm. instead of like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like safe country being for me. Like, yeah, I've had all the necessities that I need. Everything that I need's been there. I've never really had to, to, you know, suffer through something, you know, without food, water, or anything like that. So it's right, like, right, right. it's like, yeah, if I've, s- it's just, it just brings a new level of, of, of conviction and, and consciousness of who you really are. Um, so yeah, count the costs, know what you have, know what you need, know that there's, there's going to be, it's going to require effort, accountability, responsibility to maximize, um, those things. So that's what, I guess those are the three points that I had. Stand at the crossroads, seek the path, count the costs and know what you have and what you need as in terms of figuring out what you want to do with your rest of your life or what your preferred future looks like, or what your, what your God given vision is, or your, your God-given purposes, um, but yeah. You guys, you guys have anything on that? Oh yeah, I also wrote down, wi- go going along with that first part. So standing at the crossroads and and counting the cost, kind of one thing to do with to do that is just to to define your your core values. Somebody helped helped me do that one time, and it's they kind of have changed over time, but it really helped. Like you, if you get five core values down, it helps you make the decision then which is what i'll Mm. talk about next Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah because five core values would be like things that you're not going to change like one of them for me was i want to stay in i want to stay in northwest i want to stay within a certain distance from my family and and the friends that i made right and so opportunities have come up elsewhere but because that was a core value i think it it helped me kind of just make a decision instead of staying in like the i don't know maybe this could work or or making a decision that I re- might regret later, it's just like, yeah, that yeah. because that's a core value, I know I can make a, a pretty clear decision then. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think core values too, you know, staying true to your, like your purpose, and your, like, when you start to work towards something, like not get faltered by, what other people want you to do yeah. or, or, <laughs> you know, maybe you should try this or, well, you could save money if you did this or, yeah. you know, maybe like, because <coughs> you wanted to do, you know, you have certain ideas and, and, yeah. uh, in your head. So continuing to, to go through with, with what you believe is the truth yeah. in that area.
2: Yeah. And everyone's yeah. core values will be probably different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, just some people that are going to value different things um differently than other people. So yeah, you have to create your your core values. And that might be the first questions you ask is what do I value most high in, in my life? And then and then your decisions going to revolve around that. So if an opportunity comes up or something, I don't know what do you what do you think? I think I think
0: it's potential that you could limit yourself. putting up stipulations and guardrails of like, this is as far as I'm going to travel to reach what I want to reach. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know? Yeah. Cause really it's kind of like, <clears throat> how bad do you want to do what you want to do? Obviously. Whatever. Not, not that there can't or shouldn't be like some obviously like act like core values in terms of like integrity and, Oh, uh, yeah. Honesty yeah. and right these kind of things. But it's like sometimes there can be, you know, yeah, I don't know. You could you could be limiting yourself being like, OK, I just like because what would it look like if you dared to travel beyond where you've been or embrace even more uncomfortable than what you had ever dreamed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, for sure. I think I think standing at the crossroads is like just kind of like you're talking about, about that awareness of like coming into awareness where there is a decision, where there is like a, you do need to answer the question of who am I and what the freak am I going to do with my life like that. Yeah. Like becoming aware of that, like you're talking about like instead of just existing and going through the flow or, just, you know, just like I got a job, I'm just doing this, yeah. I'm going to church, yeah. I'm doing these things. That are, yeah. But it's like not, not just existing. Right. Like coming to an awareness that it's like, no, there's something in you that needs to come out. There's yeah. like something in yeah. you that needs, right? Like God looked at the world, said what does it need? It needs you, right? And put everything you needed inside of you to realize that. So that, that awareness, I think that's huge. Understanding that there is, <clears throat> there is a question of who am I and what, am I supposed to do with my life and there is an answer to that so becoming aware of that is massive and then like seeking that out like you're talking about is yeah 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 it's like yeah what is that what do I want to do what is in me like what what are the things that you like dream about you know that might seem
2: crazy yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) those verses are nuts though man what what was that what what was that crosswords verse what Uh, did it say
2: crossroad 6 Jeremiah 6:16 6, Um Yeah, stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So what what was it, what was the first part? Stand at the crossroads and look. And then and then what? Seek. Yeah, ask for the ancient paths and then walk in it. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're at the crossroads and you're, you're asking for that guidance and direction in that path. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Okay. To know it. Yeah. To know. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Seek it out. Yeah.
1: Seek it out.
0: Then you go for it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, there's not always like the big um the the, the, p- the plane off. riding in the sky, you right, know, or right. the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the the tailpipe yeah. riding. It's not I think it's just interesting because I feel like sometimes it's like that's what you want, right? This is like yeah. the, from a perspective of fear of failure, it's like you want to know for sure that you're going in the right direction. Yeah, and so it's like we, we assume and you know there's stories in the Bible that are like this and it's just like you know man I, you know you read a story and you're like bam it's gonna happen just like that and then it never happens like that and you are what's wrong with me right it's like no there's nothing wrong with you it's like it's like it's just it's these ideas that you get and it's just it's because it's that it's that simple and it's that natural that the ideas that you get that are like good that are talking about like your gifts and benefiting other people. It's like those ideas are the writing in the sky. Yeah. Like it is, it's not you, you, it's these ideas that you already have that it's like, it would be so easy to just discount. You'd be like, that's just not possible. Or it's like, I haven't achieved it by now, so it's not, you know, not going to happen or whatever. They'd be so easy to discount because they've always been with you or they, they keep sticking with you. And so yeah. they become so normal yeah. that you think, well, it's—you know, what's the next new exciting thing? But it's right. like, no, it's like that is. Like, that is the writing in the sky. It's yeah. just like these ideas that just keep, you're just, what? Is that me? Is that God? Is that what? Yeah. If these, these things that don't go away. These like, no, I, I freaking think I can do this. You get these moments. I I I can I need, to, people need what I have. And then you get these other moments. You're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? <laughs> but it's like, but then these ideas that keep coming back. You're like, no, this is it. And then, you know, next day you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, you're right, yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah Yes, but it's not like a mystery to know that. It's
0: not But I think with a bunch of wrong information It seems very <laughs>
2: mysterious mm-hmm. it beca- ta- Yeah, it beca- just takes the effort to stand there To actually be conscious of being there I think Yeah,
1: yeah. Of, the, of being where? On the
2: crossroads At the crossroads. the crossroads,
1: okay Like realizing that
0: Of average to extraordinary Right
1: Yeah, yeah. Like realizing that you do have the purpose and gifts all within you and the making that. And that you
2: need to make a decision. Right, right. It doesn't have to be an end-all, be-all decision, but like a decision will need to be made eventually. To make some effort. Yeah. Like you can't stay at the crossroads. Yeah. 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 You have to walk in one of them. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. The land of indecision is really a, a decision to not make a decision. Which means you're just staying where you are. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, TD Jake's um, said something. He was talking about how he's a pastor guy, preacher. Um, he was talking about how his son um, was getting ready to go to college, and he was like, you know, I think what I want to do with my life is become like a music a uh, music engineer or whatever. He's like, but what if I give my whole self to this? I go all out. I do everything I can, but it's like it's not the right thing. And, um, you know, uh, T.D. Jake's response was, he said, you know, if if you, if you go all in and do everything and, you, and you're making it, doing everything to make it work and it's not the right thing, then that's going to be the thing that leads you to the thing. It's like <clears throat> sometimes it's like, you know, you can get a vision, even if it's just like a short term vision while you're still working out more of it, while you're still trying to find that purpose, you know, moving in a direction while still seeking. Right. Can help move the process along. Yeah. The sit standing around and doing nothing won't yeah. get you very far. Yeah. Yeah. But taking some action and just not being afraid to make the wrong
2: decision. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's huge. Because that that's. That's
0: what will just kill decision making is indecision, just the fear of, well, if I do it wrong, does that mean I'm outside of God's will? And oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) thinking that thought might be outside of God's will. But but yeah, no, (laughs) taking action and moving forward and working it out is 100 percent. God's will right where it's it's not the signs in the sky it's not this and that it's these ideas it's like take action and move in a direction do something right continue to define and refine what that purpose mm-hmm. and that vision is yeah yeah but yeah that verse uh that one verse about the if you if you what if you stumble in the safe right. land how could you twelve, run in the spigots five. yeah it's a good one yeah, there was a proverb that read something to the point of, if your strength fails in times of trouble, then how strong was your strength? If, it, if your strength fails in times of trouble, then how strong was it? Oh, like wow. your strength is meant for hard times, right? Like so that you could persevere, so that you could withstand the burden. If your strength fails in hard times, how strong is it wow. right it's like mm-hmm. man how,
1: <laughs> yeah right
0: that right. do that on your forehead you know it's wow. like that's legit it's just like there's such a misunderstanding of like who we're meant to be in god like there's so much bad information out there that that would speak the opposite of that and it's so yeah nauseating <laughs> mm-hmm. that cause that's like, that is one of like the sexiest things. I mean like that, this yeah. verse right here, read that one again.
2: Yeah. If you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan?
0: Come on. Like you're, you're, you're meant to be strong. Yeah. Like so strong. Like, no, I can handle, that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm still good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like That's mentality. That's action. That's effort. That's like constant, persistent, consistent. That's clear vision, clear purpose, running on purpose, undivided minds, right? Just running in a direction nonstop to dominate. Yeah. That's the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think people like, well, you know, let's, it's just like this idea of like, well, if, if, if we talk about all weakness and this and that, then we'll appeal to other people, you know, so they can, they they won't feel bad about themselves. (laughs) I'm like, if, if you really want to, uh, who are you attracted to? Right. I mean, like, as, as, as like, if you like to lift weights, you, you watch people who are really strong and you like, you're looking for tips, like them being strong and being excellent at what they do, that causes you, you that attracts you to them, right? Because they have something that you want and their, their excellence speaks to the potential of your excellence, right? Like if, if, if you like playing music, right? You're attracted to people who can freaking shred, who can rip it up, who got some nasty chops, right? Who can just lay down some slick beats because... <laughs> you want to become you want to be better
2: mm-hmm. it's
0: like nobody's attracted like you're you're not going to go and try to be influenced by somebody who's down in the dumps right yeah but it's like that's kind of the message that gets preached yeah but the yeah. thing is like the world's ah, the world's not dumb enough to buy that yeah. there's been yeah. pl- <laughs> that's been the message that people have bought but the world won't buy that yeah cuz they can tell like bro, bro I already got that life what <laughs> what yeah, do I, I don't want to feel worse <laughs> yeah. right 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 but this one right it's like no you should be able to you should be able to run with men and then kick it with some horses like, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I mean you know it talked about Elijah after you know he he'd prayed and there was no rain on the land and uh finally he prayed uh, and the rain was about to come and th- this was after he killed all the, all the, um, the, uh, the prophets of Baal and all this and that, you know, they had the two altars and stuff and God rained down fire and consumed it. And so the King was in a chariot and he had horses and Elijah, and they were, they were racing back cause Elijah like, dude, the rain's coming. So the King takes off Elijah, tucks up his tunic and runs and passes the horse and chariot like literally
2: when it's raining yeah before yeah right before
0: it rained yeah Uh, yeah i remember reading that he also ran for 40 days and 40 nights what the (laughs) wow after that (laughs) dang (laughs) wow but yeah it's crazy not impossible yeah come on friggin break yeah
2: so we so yeah we're looking to figure out who the horses are and run with those people and uh manage the thickets by the jordan so yeah yeah that's what it'll take to get to greatness but the second part you want to move on to the second part yeah so is it okay to make a decision towards success based on what you believe your purpose, your individual purpose and vision are? Um, so so three quick things that I think this requires is it requires knowing who God is, having an intimate understanding of who God is. And it also requires knowing who you are. So having an intimate understanding of who you yourself is. And uh, it also requires trusting you and having confidence in your ability, um, which that could go either. I mean, it could, that could go either way. Trusting God and having confidence in His ability is the same thing as trusting you and having confidence in your ability because He made you, lives inside of you, has a plan for you. Um, so you you can't. I don't think you can just trust God and have confidence in God, but then not trust yourself and not have any confidence in yourself and be able to get somewhere. Um, so it requires both knowing God, knowing yourself. Trusting yourself and having confidence in yourself, trusting God, having confidence in, in God. Um so just a couple a couple quick things that describe like that verse in Jeremiah that says God has a good plan um, Before I know the plans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty nine eleven. Yeah. So I, I I just always wondered like well, what are those plans? Um so yeah, it says plans to prosper you and not to harm you. What does that look like? Um, so Isaiah 65:22 it says, uh, "For as the days of a tree, so will be the days of my people. My chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor will they bear children doomed to misfortune. Um, they will be a blessed. They will be a people blessed by the Lord, and their descendants with them. Before I call, before they call, I will answer. Um, while they are, while they are still speaking, I will hear." Um, the wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat straw like an ox and the dust will be the serpent's food. Uh, they will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountains. So, um, yeah. So the first part of that, the days will be like a tree, like a, you know, like a big tree that can withstand. just lives a long time. So, so your days are, um, not cut short. Um, They'll enjoy the work of their hands; they'll not labor in vain. So the work you do will, will prosper and produce fruit, um, and you'll enjoy that work. Um, and uh, so their descendants will be blessed. Basically, their their children and, and the descendants with them will be a blessed people. Um, and then Isaiah sixty three thirteen says uh, something. So that one says, like a horse in open country, they did not stumble. Like cattle that go down to the plain, they were given rest by the Spirit of the Lord. This is how you guided your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Um, So yeah, just these things that like, um, is it okay to make a decision towards what you believe your vision is towards success? If these are like the kind of the details of what God's plan is for his people. I would think you'd want to make a decision in in these directions and, and based, you know, be confident that this is the destination. Like you're, you're going into the open country. You're going down to the plain where you're going to be given rest. And, um, you might have to go through some thickets, but you're going to it. You're trusting that if you, if you are going with Christ, you're going to get to the destination. Um, and then just real quick, Jeremiah eighteen, fifteen. 15, um, that one says, um, so the, the second part of that verse talks about, um, so it talks about the Israelites making worthless idols and which made them stumble in their ways in the ancient paths. Um, they made them walk in byways on roads not built up. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it always feels like we're stumbling or if it always feels like we're not you know sure where we're going it's, it could be because we're on those we're not on those ancient paths that we've strayed from or we're not on roads that were built up for us that we failed to seek out um yeah so it talks about the ancient paths again in, in that verse and it talks about worthless things causing people to stumble away um from the ancient paths right. or make them stumble in the ancient paths um and, and those worthless things made him walk on ways that weren't built up, weren't yet, or that weren't built up. So I think it's possible to fail to do these things. And then I know it was for me. I ended up in a place where I was not feeling like the way was sturdy <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and and uh, and constantly stumbling and not knowing what, where to go or what to do. Um, but And then Jeremiah 17, verse 7, um, this one I was thought was really interesting because the first part of this is really well known it says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him. they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. it does not fear when heat comes its leaves are always green. it has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Um, I guess the sec- I guess verse nine is what's most well known is it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure who can understand it' What, what I thought was interesting was the first part, so 7 and 8, have quotes around them, which is what God was saying. Verse 9 is, I think, what Jeremiah was coming to the conclusion of. So Jeremiah was saying, the heart is deceitful above all things. Right after God said all those good things, Jeremiah says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? But then it goes back and starts the quotes again. And the Lord says, I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. So it's like God's, so Jeremiah was saying like, he was kind of, over I think this is my perspective. He's overwhelmed with all these things that God's saying to him. And he's like, oh my gosh, the heart is so messed up. Um, but God is saying, no, I, I search the heart. I search the mind. I understand the heart and the mind. Um, and I give to each person is uh, what their, what their work um, uh, deserves. Um, and I just, when I read that, I'd recently read that. And I remember, I just remember hearing that verse nine so many times growing up in a church camp and in Bible studies and all that stuff. It's like, everyone's always talking about how deceitful the heart is, how deceitful the heart is, how sinful everything is. It's like, you can't, you can't make a decision in confidence and, and trusting in God, believing that the heart, your own heart and your own mind are deceitful. And that's not even those, that verse isn't even what God said like that those words didn't come out of God's mouth I don't think. I think that was coming out of Jeremiah. I think that was in a conversation because there's no quotes around there's quotes around what God was saying in these things, but there's no quotes around that piece. It's almost like a human conclusion like you know, yeah, there's there's so much um uh, I don't know, it's it's almost like just a human perspective of the heart. But God say, "No, I I understand the heart. I I know what goes on, and I examine the heart. And I examine the mind." Um so just the fact that, like, so many people use that verse as, like, an excuse not to do something, an excuse not to take accountability or or uh, put forth an effort because, um, you know, if the heart's deceitful above all things, then I can't do anything right. So I might as well not even try. I might as well not even work mm-hmm. towards a specific direction. Um, so getting over that, I think that was the last, the last verse towards or for require, or for knowing who God is, knowing who you are and trusting yourself, having confidence in yourself. You have to, you have to really believe verses seven and eight. You have to understand that verse nine is going to be a human perspective, but verse 10 is going to be the Lord, you know, reassuring, no, I understand the heart. I understand the mind. I'll give you the plans that I have for you if you seek them out. Um, so uh, so yeah, if you, if you're constantly getting this message that you can't do anything right or you're messed up or, um, you know, we're, we're more like the people God was set out to destroy than the, <laughs> the people that were actually his people, then you're going to, and it's going to be hard to make a decision based on what you want what you want your preferred future to be. It's going to be harder to believe that you can go in a direction and find success, um, and it's just gonna—you're just gonna end up more confused about who you are and who God is. Um, yeah, because you know we've all heard about the stuff that you can't do anything with, without God, right? But if you have this, like what you said before, here James was—that's true. But if if you have this perspective that you can't do anything right and you're so messed up, then you can't do. Then in reality, you can't do anything with God because you'll never have the trust and the confidence to make a decision you never have the perseverance and determination to get through the thickets and run with horses and um so yeah you you kind of have to get past the cliches that we've all heard before that are kind of just misconceptions basically misunderstandings um to really know who God is and who you are I I think it's just um sometimes you have to be careful what you take in I guess and And seek and stand at the crossroads for yourself and seek out the ancient paths and seek out the way that's good um yeah, so that's what I
0: got for that one, yeah, well, I think you said i mean one of those one of those passages was um uh I think it was the take you to Pasture one, give you rest, yeah, and by that God made himself a
2: great name, yeah, great nation, yeah. Yeah. No, or mate. I'll read the last part of that. Yeah, that was uh, um, like a horse in open country. They did not stumble like cattle that go down to the plain. They were given rest by the spirit of the Lord. This is how you guided your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how God guides people is by... Leading them to these places. Mm.
0: Well, but these people and the quality of their life and the quality of their mentality and the quality of their actions and the quality of their families and the quality of the things that they do is how God makes a great name for himself. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, I'd, in that um, that video I made the other week, talked about like, um, the you know, like a, a builder, you know, like uh, making tables. Mm. The quality of the construction is a reflection in the quality of the builder, right? So, you know, if, if you get the skill builder, right, you can tell he's skilled by his work, right? Because, like, the material he uses is legit, it's strong, it's sturdy. The way he joins the wood, right, it's like you can't tell where one board starts, the other one ends. It's just put together so... Nice. It's like it's overbuilt. The whole thing's so extravagant. And you just kind of look at it and you like stand back and you're like, man, shoot, right? The quality of that table reflects the, the skill of the builder. All right. So on the flip side, you grab a table, right? That it's like one leg is longer than the other. So you touch it and it's like it wobbles. The boards are all splintered and split apart. The joints aren't even close to being. You know, you got pressure treated of wood. You got normal wood. It's, it's like it's just a hot mess. Yeah. The quality of the, the table, right, is a reflection of the skill of the builder. And this this idea, right, that God is good, but we suck. It seems like humility. But the quality of the created thing is a reflection in the quality and skill of the builder. So you have to rethink this pathetic mixed up jacked up idea that came out of hell that says you're worthless and no good we, yeah. we could use this word human right and be like oh maybe you're just human <laughs> yeah I am you know where humans came from the very image and the very likeness of God yeah yeah so it's like he makes a great name for himself because his people yeah. are freaking legit yeah. All the people, you know, the the uh, Israelites, right? They they finally, they get out of Egypt, right? Years later, they finally make it to the promised land the first time. You know, they send uh, 12 spies in. They all come back. They're like, bro, everything God said was legit, right? It's like <laughs> there's literal rivers of honey flowing. but yeah. um, But they're like, yeah, but, but like these people are freaking huge, right? Alright, these people, right, who are following God, pretty much like a big hot mess, but they're still somehow following God. They come back and they're like, bro, we can't do it. It's too scary. We're going to get killed. Only two guys, two guys, right? Joshua and Caleb are like, no, guys, look, we can do this. But it's too late. The first ten got everybody's minds where they normally go, which is in, like, lack. is impossible. It's not going to work, right? It's these people that God had called to this place disqualified themselves because they refused to trust in God and to trust in their trust in Him. Like kind of like you're talking about, like the, the the ability to know that in God you have the ability to do what he's called you to do. You know, you're talking about like vision and purpose and these ideas we have to take action. No, like you have to take action. Like you, the things you dream about will never come to pass without you. Like it's, it was given to you. Like the the thing that bugs you might not bug somebody else, but it bugs you. It bugs you because it's, it's for you. It's okay if it doesn't bug somebody else. It's for you. Like, you need to get into it, but if you don't get into it, then there's there's a whole space that's void, that, needed, that needs you. But if you sit back and think, well, I can't do it, or it's too scary, or I'm not good enough, or what if I mess up, or, you know, what if I get into sin, or all this, you know, it's just like... <laughs> What if you had a renewed mind? What if you actually believed in God? What if you took hold of restoration and righteousness and freaking dominated? Yeah. You tapped into the guy who created all things. And why don't you go get into some invention and innovation and inspiration and go and tear up the world? Mm-hmm. Why don't you chase down some horses right yeah. in front of the world? And then the people are like, what the freaks up with you? Be like, yeah, let me tell <laughs> let me, let me teach you how I do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And why don't you have some freaking influence? Mm -hmm. then God's name will be great among the nations among people because they saw how he acts through you. One of those verses, you know, you're talking about the one with the tree, the people be like the tree long life. And it, but it said like their kids won't be, they won't be born into some destitute, broke down, jacked up society right it's like you're talking about creating a legacy that's something that's built up for the kids to then take over and take to the next level to then hand to their kids who will take build up maintain sustain and then increase right like we're talking about you know expansion growth abundance domination success like like um yeah prospering bearing fruit Doing oh, yeah. things of
2: value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Labor won't be done in vain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not going to I like that one. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like that
2: one. And they'll yeah. enjoy their work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Well, I just like, what if, right? I mean, you just hear it, you know, people are like, oh, you know, I don't know how, how, how your week was, but. You know, but God is so good, but it's like, what if like for a second, we actually believed that verse that said, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Like, what if you took all the religious emptiness out of it and you were left with the raw reality that like this day is so jam packed full with unlimited possibilities and potential that if you got into some things you've never gotten into before, like beautiful things could happen. If you stayed steady and kept chasing after vision and purpose, if you kept plugging away, if you kept doing the things that you were scared of and didn't quit. Right. It's just like, man, what could this world actually look like if the people of light weren't afraid of light? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> It's not because you want to be. It's just because there's just so much bad information really? out there that it's just so yeah. confusing. You're like, "No, I'm supposed to be in darkness." No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to go into the darkest places and make it light.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think people will use verses like Jeremiah 17:9 that says the heart is deceitful above all things, which I think this is literally Jeremiah just understanding that, yeah. I've, my my heart is not the same as God's heart. My heart is there might be some some realization that Jeremiah was like, yeah, all this stuff is so beautiful. How can my earthly you know human heart even right. understand all this? Um, but but I don't think that was God. I mean, there's just by the way these this chapter is written, it's like that wasn't even God saying that. Like I'm not, just as a disclaimer, I'm not saying verse nine is, should be thrown out of the Bible, but it's like it's like that was <laughs> Jeremiah's confession almost of like, yeah, God, this stuff is so enormous. It's like, how how am I as a human, how is my human heart even gonna be able to do any of this? Or how is our human nature gonna be able to handle any of this? And like immediately with the quotes start back up, he says, I, the Lord, search the heart, I examine the mind. It's like, I know how I'm gonna do it mm-hmm. through you guys and I just think, yeah, you have to, you have to, um, you have to know. You can't just, you know, you have to can't just depend on what other people are saying. You have to know for yourself. I mean, obviously, there's, there's bad content, there's good content, there's stuff that's gonna hinder you, stuff that's gonna help you, but you have to know for yourself so that the stuff that's gonna, then you'll be able to determine what's out there that's actually gonna help you, and then what's out there that's actually hindering you, um, that people are saying is gonna help you. Um, because yeah, I remember writing that verse down, thinking that was what God said. That was what God said. I remember hearing that verse a lot, just that verse nine, or writing it down and putting it on my, uh, my dresser at home. When I lived at home and, but I remember the thoughts I was thinking, I remember the thoughts I was thinking like, yeah, I'm just going to be average the rest of my life. Yeah. I was working a, a job that. It was okay money, and it was, mm. you know, it was a nine-to-fiver. And I was like, I'll just stay here the rest of my life and be average. Like, those were the thoughts I was having at that time frame when yeah, I wrote great. that verse down, yeah. when I heard that verse. I didn't read that whole chapter. I just mm. heard that verse. Mm-hmm. Somebody yeah. said it or somebody, you know, texted or whatever, and I just wrote it down. I was like, yeah, this is the, this is a call for me to be average and unsuccessful uh, and in the background my whole life. Geez. And so it's you have to be careful what you take in. And, and, and know, you have to know this stuff, you know, um For yourself, you have to make a conscious effort to read God's word, and then you'll be able to determine what's out there to help you and what's out there to actually hinder you and keep you unaccountable and keep you not taking an effort, not uh making decisions because that's really where that's where Satan wants you that's where the world wants you, the world wants you you know not not doing very much it wants you in lack, it wants you independence, it wants you yeah. um so yeah, I just think, yeah, just as a disclaimer, I'm not saying verse nine he's thrown out, but understanding it's gonna it takes a conscious effort to understand what's going on and it's you can't we can't just use verses as excuses to not do something or or uh um take i guess take verses out of context and use them as a reason not to do something well yeah but i mean so this is old
0: testament right because because then and even prophesied in that is that God said, I'm going to write my law on their hearts and on their minds. Like nobody's going to need to teach their neighbor because everybody will know me. Right. We're talking about restoration and redemption. So what Jesus brought, right, was the brand new. So, but then that's then the necessity to be transformed, right? Become totally different from the wretched into the kingdom. No longer wretched, righteous, justified, glorified. Whoa. Yeah made to conform into the image of Jesus. So that well cuz this is where people get stuck right just on the 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 starting line of salvation. Sal, salvation gets you kind of to the starting line but then nobody actually jumps into the race, which that's over exaggeration. But I, I the 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 thing that's not talked about across the board most people just stay at this line, at the starting line, talking about, you know, we're all talking about sin and, you know, useless, be pathetic, be nothing. Yeah. Well, then you're never actually going to jump in, right? Because jumping in is, is identity, purpose, and vision, all right? You need to understand identity, right? You need to understand righteousness. If all you know is that word, there's a little bit more to it, right? Of like to be justified, to actually believe and walk, think, and feel like you are alive in God, right? Because in that then comes like meaning and purpose and these ideas of greatness, these ideas, right, where you can actually affect change, like that's for you to get into, right? And that stuff flows from your identity. So to be able to get into the race is to become aware of those crossroads is that there freaking is a line in the sand at some point, man. It's like, are we actually going to live and establish the kingdom of heaven on earth? Or are we, are, are we just waiting to die? Mm. Yeah. Right. Don't just wait to die. No. <laughs> no Cause you're freaking alive right. on purpose. Right. right. You just need some ideas, some better ideas. Right. And it's hard. It's hard. You want to watch out. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard. Well, so you're talking about like not not being confused or versus you know being taken out of context. Taking out of context, which is which is use, yeah,
2: and then and then misunderstanding them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want to take anything like uh, yeah. I mean, the word is the word. Take it for exactly no, no, no. It but, is but yes, sure.
0: misconceptions and deceptions.
2: Right, things can be taken out of context and misused. I think. Right.
0: Well, which is why it's like, so in Ephesians four, they're talking about, you know, God gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to build up the body of Christ, to grow in maturity, to obtain to the full measure of the knowledge of God. Right. So that we're no longer tossed around like infants, mm-hmm. like by the wave of every wind of teaching. Right. Like, you yeah. know, you're growing in maturity when you can hear something, you'd be like, up. Oh, that's not right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, you know you're growing in maturity. When you have this knowledge, you're applying it, and then you hear something that's not right, and you're like, I don't think that's right. You might even be like, I don't really know why I, but I don't, that's not right.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Like, that's how you know you're actually growing. That's how you know you're becoming. It's like, nobody's meant to stay as an infant. There is nothing in life that would ever prove that you're supposed to remain you know, docile or, or at the very beginning stage, everything increases, everything grows, everything matures. But it's just interesting that there's, there's some of these just plain concepts in life that somehow we, we don't apply to like our spiritual life. Like it seems like there's no way to measure it. There's no accountability. There's no actual, no, you're doing that wrong and here's the right way to do it. You, you course correct and then you reap the benefits, right? It's like there's almost you know like in a business you could be like, "All right, let's let's look at your profit, let's look at your loss, let's look at how many people you reach. Like let's look at some of the data." But and by looking at the data, you can you can adjust. You can see where you're coming up short, you can see where you 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 need to learn some new tactics, some new strategies, you know, whatever, you, you know, here's where you're kind of being conservative. You need to go in more, right? There's these ways to look at yourself, look at the business and adjust. And I think there's, there's, there is still that way to do it for our lives. I, uh, I was listening to a podcast by Chris Bellton, and He's talking about how we live in such a, um, that this isn't an excuse, but the, we live in a society where it's like these days it's like it it's almost it, it it's almost incorrect to correct somebody right because everybody's so emotionally mm-hmm. uh sensitive that it's if you correct them oh you hurt my feelings right and now like i it's it becomes a no no right to be like no look there are morals there are standards here's how we become better It's like, so if, if we become too afraid of, of being corrected, then you're never gonna, you're never gonna look at the ancient ways, right? These ways that were established that are holy, that are righteous, that are legit and for reals, right? That will, that will guarantee success. You know, if, 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 if we don't course correct on those things, then you're stuck on these other, these other paths that weren't correct that where you're gonna, you're just gonna struggle and suck because they're not based off of the truth.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: It's yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's, I don't know without getting in too much trouble. It's, (laughs) it's just like, you want to watch out who you listen to. You want to watch out where you're spending your time. You want to watch out what you're consuming because you know, if you're if you're finding these people who just keep talking about the hearts terrible and you suck and everything sucks. And you like, don't read the books they're reading. Don't watch the stuff they're watching. Stop going where these people are because they're not going anywhere. Yeah. The content that they're consuming is reinforcing their incorrect perspectives. So you wouldn't then want to go and read the books they're reading if they're reading any, right? You want to go, you want to go and you want to find some Bill Johnson, some Miles Monroe, some Chris Ballatin, right? Like some Yeah, you want to get reading some actual books. Freaking, you want to read some Grant Cardone. You want to get into some books that are going to talk about action, that are going to talk about growth, that are going to talk about maturity and actually increasing faith and using it. You don't want to keep running around in circles of I'm not good and life sucks and that's about all we have in life. You got up one or two highs, but you're mostly chasing lows. Like You want to get out of that cycle and get into some actual growth. Mm -hmm. Like that... Is what we're after And that's what Identity, purpose, and vision Is going to lead you to
2: For sure
1: Absolutely That's some good stuff Do you want to ride on some horses? I'd love to, yeah Me too It fills me up with the Want to keep on going Yeah Yeah, because it's You know, you can get tired And want to slow down But Gotta keep on going, man yeah you do it's especially because there are thickets for sure that's for sure you know there's 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 tough times there's things that'll wear you down and yeah lies that you'll tell yourself in your head and it's like it's like it's nice to know the truth Mm. you know because we're not just here to you know live and die and that's (laughs) it you know what's that's which i think people get it's easy to get sucked. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, we're just well. Why you know? There's a bigger purpose to it. Huge, yeah. huge purpose.
2: So yeah. yeah, you might need to. We might need to. Yeah, it's it's interesting to ask yourself: uh, Am I still in the safe country, or am I in the thickets mm. when you're struggling? <laughs> and, yeah. and there's a possibility you could still be in the safe country. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you yeah. got to get ready for the even. Right. The and, you're, and you're. Dying there, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, and that but that could just motivate and encourage you to be like yeah, I'm time to step up. Yeah,
0: right? no, yeah, yeah. right, because it's not about like guilt and shame, but it is about like coming to terms with who, what, what do you believe? What are you believing? What are you yeah. consuming? And what are you doing? Literally doing, like, are you just making excuses of why? Are you trying to make sense of why you don't do what you do? Or can you own up to like, oh, no, I do want to do this, but I'm just scared. All right. Well, then how could you get some accountability or have somebody walk with you to help you on that? Like, let's start looking for the solutions, but let's stop making excuses of of why we're not doing the things we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good game. Let's get to the Jordan. Yeah, let's get- did you chase the horses there my good peoples until next time if your strength craps out in hard times then how strong was it come on somebody let it be strong in hard times until next time peace.